0: Who were we before shame told us we weren't enough? I asked myself that question four years ago, and I haven't stopped since. You see, shame tells us that we're alone in how we feel, that it doesn't matter what we think or say or believe or how hard we try. Every part of us that feels unfindable, unreachable, unseeable, unlovable, has shame in it. And I believe so fervently that there is power in speaking to that shame. So join me as we reclaim the space that shame has taken up. It's me. We're back again. So when I was diagnosed with ADHD, I didn't realize until I started learning about ADHD and and then you know getting diagnosed with it that it's not a very typical. I'm um, actually no, not typical. It's not a across the board experience for people to have songs stuck in their head. So I existed for like oh man, like twenty six years of my life thinking twenty seven years of my life thinking that. The constant song I had stuck in my head, no matter what I did, or the constant chatter in my brain, was very normal. I really, I was out here thinking, like, everybody has the same line in Remember the Titans stuck in their head. And is repeating it again and again and again and again and again, no matter what they do, right? And today on this cloudy autumn day, (laughs) the unfortunate song I have stuck in my head is... I've got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. And I will not be okay. <laughs> I don't even really enjoy country music that much, at least like that genre of country music. And the, Jesus, take the wheel. It's stuck in my brain hole. Um. By the way, I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the host of Speaking to Shame. Are you so excited? I ate pasta salad before I recorded this, and I think that was a mistake. Mm, that's what I'm thinking. I also think that all the years I spent hating myself were a mistake. Do you remember setting New Year's resolutions? Maybe you're like, yeah, I did it last year. Hell, sakes, Emily. I didn't set official New Year's resolutions very often. Uh it just wasn't really a practice we did in my family. I remember I spent New Year's with a friend one time and her family set resolutions and i remember writing them down on a, a like little notepad of paper and it was cool it was fun i enjoyed it it was new to me i you know i was like probably like 11 or 12 and i remember a few of the resolutions um i think i set you know like five or six not not a huge amount but also not nothing and i remember a couple were you know be more diligent in school <laughs> Have I said I was undiagnosed ADHD? <laughs> Studying? Who is she? I don't know her. But, um, you know, I had some some goals around like church and school. And then I remember very diligently writing, um, lose some weight and be active. And I just, I was 11 or 12 years old, and I wanted to change my body so bad. I know that it didn't just come from one place. And it wasn't just wanting to change my body. It was, you know, being quiet, being respectful, um, you know, not sharing your opinion unless it matches what the group thinks. Don't be too different, right? And I saw this um, interview, Viola Davis. It was it was a Hot Ones interview. I don't know if you know what Hot Ones is. Uh, it's an incredible show on YouTube where celebrities and people are interviewed while eating progressively hotter hot sauces on chicken wings. And I watched Viola Davis's interview last night, and what she said brought me to my knees. She said, we, we are born uniquely us, wholly and uniquely us. And then we come into this world, and they want to change us. And I thought, holy shit. Yeah, and she's like saying this, you know, I think she's at this point in the interview, I think she ate like she's eaten the last hot sauce, so she's like cre- completely uh completed the hot ones gauntlet. She's eaten like thousands Scoville scale hot sauces. And she's you know, her lips are numb and she's like I'm surprised I haven't peed on the floor yet. She's having this visceral bodily reaction and she knew even then in that heightened state of pain and arousal that we come into this world and it's a it's our duty it's our job it's like the hero's quest to get back to 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 rediscover to give space to to unleash whatever word feels best to you that person that we've been all along and this this is what i really want to do this upcoming year we're nearing 2023. (laughs) What a day. What a year. What a time. But instead of making resolutions to make myself smaller and to make myself fit in all sorts of other places, to check with outward boxes, to seek shame and the support of shame in my healing, instead of that, I am going to seek out that person I was when I came here. I'm I'm going on the hero's journey, my friend, and I would love it if you came with me. I would love to see everyone do this journey because I believe that when we heal ourselves, we will heal the world, truly. I believe that to make things right and to stop systems of oppression and of pain and hurt, we first have to get our shit together. We first have to examine our own lives, our own trauma. All the ways in which shame has been driving our lives, and we have to dismantle that in whatever ways we can, and as we do that, we will see changes and It's really like duly powerful and duly scary, right? It's like the power lies with us, oh shit, the power lies with us, you know, but that's what I'm gonna do this year dear twenty twenty three I am going on a hero's journey, and my goal my my desire my hope my wish my plan is that throughout this next year i will find and unleash me again i will rediscover me all the parts of myself that i have packed away for the convenience of others all the bits and pieces of my of my heart and of my my mind that i have made more tolerable and smoother for other people's delight and enjoyment i want to stop doing that and first I have to discover what those pieces are, which shit. That's a quest in and of itself. I would love it if you joined me. I would love to do this with other people with this incredible community. But if you're like, mm, "not for me" or if you've already got your your intentions and your goals and your ideas set, then I really truly just want to give you permission that this year you don't have to seek any weight loss or personality changes or fitting yourself in any boxes. You don't have to check off any more lists. I promise that that's just the busy work, that if we focused on this reclaiming and growing, that we would truly be unstoppable. Now with that, I'm going to go listen to The Hamster Dance or some other song more annoying than I've Got Friends in Low Places. (laughs) I wish you well. I wish you joy going into this new year. I wish you peace and delight and hope and main character energy all over the place with love and gratitude. I'm Emily Stearman, and this is Speaking to Shame. Oh, it's me again. (laughs) Hi, it's Emily Stearman, and I'm back. (laughs) Back again. There are no words. I don't have them. In fact, you heard me right then. I went, there are... uh And it's like the oxygen cut out because I can't describe to you what it means to me that I get to spend time with you each week and share tools and support and empathy and validation and education and humor and just, hey, you're not alone in this thing called life where we're healing and trying to figure out our shit. And also, by the way, drink enough water. You know, it's a lot to do. And it is a true gift and honor that I get to do it with you and that I get to share it with you. Speaking to shame has grown and become more powerful and unique and vibrant and rich than I ever thought possible. And it's because of you. It's because of me. It's because of the guests that we are honored to hear from each week. It's because we've come together and said, hey, this is thing called healing and this thing called shame and this mental health awareness is something to invest time into and effort into. As I support you and as the guests support you, there are things you can do to support us back. So the first thing you can do is share the episodes of Speaking to Shame that found you and reminded you that you are not alone. Find the guests who are on Speaking to Shame interact with them on social media, share their messaging and their teaching and their tools and their who they are on social media. Let them know how grateful you are for the time that they took out of their day to speak with us about shame. The next thing you can do is leave a review of Speaking to Shame on either Audible or Apple podcasts. Reviews help so much. I can't accurately describe how meaningful it is to have reviews, to have feedback, because not only does it help other people know whether or not Speaking of Shame is for them, but it also helps me know what I can do to continue to support you and how I can make things better, more improved, stronger, cooler, better, faster, stronger. (laughs) And the last thing that you can do to support Speaking of Shame is donate. Every single episode, there is countless time that goes into production creation, and then the sharing of. And I am just one person. So if you are someone who can donate, the link to donate is down below. Just scroll a little bit. Boop, boop, boop. There you go. You found it. Look at you. Look at you finding the donate link. I would be just so grateful if you did any of these things. I'm so grateful that you're here listening. What an honor it is. What a gift it is to be a tiny sliver, a part, a piece of this thing called healing and collective growth and enlightenment and calling out these cycles that have hurt us and saying, hey, wait, there has to be a better way. Let me find a better way. Let me share a better way. And I'm honored to be able to do that. Thank you for being here and showing up as your authentic self. And thank you for including me in that. I'm Emily Stearman, and this is Speaking to Shame. I can't wait to rediscover who we were before shame told us we weren't enough. I can't wait to find those parts of us that are so deserving of healing, the parts of us that feel unfindable and unlovable, and remind them that shame is not the truth. I don't even drink soda, that was just water! My body is rejecting water! (laughs)